Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. It's so great having you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so great uh, to be tapping into all of y'all's energy out there today on the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, please go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. We have a new movie that we put together about Transformation Talk Radio. Uh, that just got uh, loaded up to iTunes and uh, not iTunes. Yes, iTunes and YouTube, both the, the tubes and the tunes, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Jessica does all this. So she does such a great job. I don't even have to think about it. Uh, but it's our way of letting folks know what Transformation Talk Radio means, not just to us, but means uh, to our hosts and uh, means to you as listeners from the feedback. And so uh, we've been inspired to put this together. So, yeah, we'll be having it in our newsletter over the weekend. Uh, and I think we're going to be able to, you know, put a link or something on the website. Well, thank you guys for tuning us in, turning us on. Let me give a shout out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. How are you? Yeah. Doing well, thanks, Pat. Uh, we had a great show. Got another great one coming Certainly up do. today. Uh, I want to thank all of you, first of all, for filling out the survey. And Benny, just give a, just go to the KKNW website and you'll see that our annual survey or the KKNW survey is there. And we also have a link in our newsletter. We also have a link on our website. Uh, for those of you out there that don't uh, don't know of the survey or not sure exactly how to fill it out, we've made it available for you in many, many ways to do that. And, you know, this lets the station know what you all like, what you like uh, better than other things. And uh, then we can make some changes. Some of the changes we're making in 2013 uh, as we move into 2013 are very, very specifically uh, directed at the feedback that you've been giving us all year long. We have a comments field on uh, the Dr. Pat show. And anytime you want to send us comments, you can go ahead and do it. Uh, we go ahead and read that information, and nine times out of ten, if not always, we get back to you. Today's show, uh, I did a show, oh, maybe about two or three weeks ago, with an amazing, uh, amazing author, uh, Vera Lauren. She's joining me here today. The book that she has been part of uh, and has been co-author has been The Measure of Christ's Love. Today, you're going to find out why I've asked her to come back. I did a show with her um, on one of my other networks, and I just found the book so fascinating. 
uh, absolutely in, incredible, and you're going to hear why. And so today we get to chat with her. So let me just tell you just a little bit about Vera and a little bit about the book. And then, uh, you know, we're going to have her talk with us. Um, she's a writer, an editor, a speaker, a spiritual teacher, a consultant, you know, coach, an emotional healer. But there was something that called to her, something that called to her to take a look at the life of Jesus the Christ, Mother Mary, and other ascended masters and saints. Today, you're going to hear how that happened for her and what has manifested as a result of that. You know, there's, there's a journey that we all get to say yes to and get to move through and, you know, get to know that we are absolutely in the divine place that we're meant to be. And that's the case with Vera. And so today, fasten your seatbelt, get ready for a journey, probably unlike many that you've been on before in terms of the message of Christ and what that means. Vera, uh, you know, it's great to have you. Uh, thanks for joining me. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Are you kidding? I thank you for this another opportunity to talk about these sacred teachings. This is so exciting, and I really respect your audience, you know, because they're striving to, to know self, even beyond limitations of what society or religions or philosophies deem to be their highest teachings. So I really applaud them. So thank you. Well, they are the best. I've said this before, <laughs> that we have the best listeners on the planet. So it's really kind of cool, um, yes. you know, to be connecting with them. I think the best place for us to start is to talk about your journey and to talk about okay. the teachings and, you know, to let folks know what you've actually captured in this book. Okay. Well, first of all, when my earliest memories are as a child and thinking that everyone saw what I saw, you know, you don't go around asking people, uh, do you see this? Do you see that? You think everyone has the same pictures. And I didn't have the language then when I was a little girl to express what I was seeing. I did have an incredible mother who recognized that there was a curiosity or whatever you want about me or the paranormal was my normal. And she was, exasperated because she didn't know how to really bring it out. And when I met Catherine, when I was older, well, first of all, I used to see what I would call movie trailers in my, in my, what we call the third eye between the brow, the kutasha. Yeah. And I thought everybody saw those. And I would see things and tell my friends these things. And then I would get embarrassed after a while. I, I realized I was a little different. And I remember at about 12 years old, there was no internet or anything then, and I would go into the library and to the occult section, which was mainly considered witchcraft and demons and things like that, and I would grab some books and put them inside of another book to read them. I would never check them out because I was afraid that somebody would, <laughs> would find out. <laughs> right, and exactly. Do you remember the Steph papers? Yes. The Steph books? Oh, well, yeah. Well, that was part of yeah, that was part of my introduction. I got to interview him, the, the, the husband, I forgot his name all of a sudden, when I was working in television years ago. But then when I met Catherine, when I was older, I met Catherine, and immediately we knew that there was a sistership, there was something. And we laughed because we were like, <laughs> we were like groupies, spiritual groupies, running around seeing everybody that we could. And, and I guess we shouldn't tell the audience that Kathy has ascended. She's no longer on mm -hmm. this planet, and right. she couldn't be happier about that. And she was an amazing channel. Channels like Catherine come along, they say, yeah. every 200 years or so, or so wow. is that. Wow. 
And the level of information she brought through was really high level. And that's how we designed the books, because I am shocked even to be a part of this myself. Jesus came looking for us. He came and asked if I would do this. I never, you know, this is the book, these are the books I always wanted to write in my heart. Right. But I didn't have all that knowledge or all the information. And so we have, I have in my reserve 600 pounds Catherine's channeling. So based on all that and my knowledge and my own personal channelings and my encounters and visions and all, we put these books together, but they're directed by Jesus, by the celestial Christ, and this is his agenda. And part of the reason he said that he asked us to do this because he does not want his meanings change. He's tired of that. That's what happened originally. He he said that he believes the intentions behind creating the Bibles and all were very good, all the sacred teachings, but yeah. he said is somewhat strict in its form, and he said it left out a good deal of his true teachings and their meanings. And he said the overall problem is limited mass consciousness, and that's why he wanted that corrected. You know, he said when and and he said whenever you're reading the Bible or this, he calls this a sacred teaching. He said that any spiritual teaching, just open your heart, allow the messages to resonate. You know, to your truth, to your level of whatever you are at. And I think that's, you know, this is what we're talking about today because you've captured some of this. I have to say, 600 pounds of channeling is not in the book. And so I think what you've done is, you know, you've captured, uh, and I'm just going to read this. The book is titled The Measure of Christ's Love. Uh, And it's in his own words, Jesus reveals the mysteries of the teachings and clarifies major misinterpretations. I want to start there for a moment, Uh, you know, before we get into, uh, you know, some some of the other juiciness here. You know, in your opinion so far, in what you've been able to kind of make of this, what would you say has been one of the greatest misinterpretations that comes to mind for you? I know this is subjective to everyone. Immediately when you say that, that he is God. Mm. He said it over and over again. He said "There's it's created a momentum to worship him as God, and that is the Christ's example of the master that he is. He came as an example of our potential, and that's what he's trying to show us, because he said each one of you are meant to become Christ. And, you know, people get confused about what that means, and, and, and to be a Christ means to hold a higher pattern of light and operate within a level of spirit and light. And it's just a stepping stone to return all of us back to the patterns of the Godhead. And I just wanted to tell you something. Originally, this book was 860 pages, and I broke it down to 314 (laughs) because I wanted to touch on everything I could think about. You wouldn't believe. The making of this book is a book in itself, and they've also given given me, they're giving me a script. Now, I get woken up, I don't know why, but 3.30 in the morning, and I keep getting, you know, increments of the of the script that he wants shown about his life, and to have people view him as a person, as, as, the, as a being who had worked on his consciousness. And he said he wasn't the highest um, master that's ever come to planet Earth. Mm. You know, he he had a different role than other people. But anyway, I wanted to break the book down, but also make sure that I that someone who's on the precipice of change, someone who's looking for something different, or they're opening up their heart, and perhaps they're finding they're not feeling fulfilled in the philosophy or religions that they're following right now. If you are in a religion, this book doesn't say not to believe in your religion. It enhances your beliefs, and you know that from perusing the book. Yeah. But if you're somebody who's well-versed, 
and who's done a lot of reading and is very, you'll also find great value in this work. And then the books to come will go deeper and deeper. That's the beauty of metaphysics. It's like a lake. You can go in as far as your ankles or over your head. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're going to do a little bit of uh, both of those two things today on the Dr. Pat Show. Joining me here today, uh, Vera Lauren, of course, the uh, one of the authors, co-authors of The Measure of Christ's Love. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, some of these teachings. Uh, you know, what was meant by the kingdom of God is at hand? What did that exactly mean? That and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Reach out, touch faith. Feeling bogged down by your daily grind? Not living up to your greatest potential? Then it's time to turn up the heat and get real with what truly matters, be it family, career, wellness, spirituality, or anything else that fuels your inner flame. Join Fire It Up with CJ as this respected life coach talks to a wide range of experts and everyday people for their inspiring and unconventional ideas to help you make the most from your life. Equal parts heartwarmer, cheerleader, and butt kicker, C.J. Liu draws on her extensive experience in business and life coaching, along with her intuition and playful humor, to address meaningful topics with truth and irreverence. It takes just one spark to ignite a fire. For dates and showtimes, visit www.fireitupwithcj.com or www.transformationtalkradio.com. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Did you know most coffee, not all, have hidden dangers lurking in it? A recent investigation into grocery store coffee revealed three dangers. First, modern coffee farming produces dangerously high acidity and caffeine. Second, mold content in grocery store coffee contains dangerous toxins. Yuck! Third, government agencies have found grocery store coffee containing 400 times the carcinogens allowed in drinking water. You will be relieved to know that Camano Island Coffee Roasters takes the worry out of your sip of coffee. Imagine how your coffee tastes without mold, carcinogens, or poison. Get your free coffee report, The Five Hidden Dangers Lurking in Your Coffee Cup. Visit NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com to get your free copy now. That's NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com. And check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters. Disease, one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. Health is not merely the absence of disease. It's when every part of the body works together effortlessly, relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge, and when overcharged or undercharged, disease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. We are able to determine the exact disease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com.
and welcome back. I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, I'm here with Vera Lauren, The Measure of Christ's Love. Um, and, you know, this is uh, a book you're going to hear a lot about today. Uh, but th- this is really a journey that both Vera and uh, Catherine took, Catherine Julian Dove took. And, you know, that journey has to do with the role that you say yes to, especially when you're being given messages from the masters. And then the next question then becomes, what do you do with those messages? The measure of Christ's love is is exactly that. It is put to words. It's a book that actually, you know, takes some of the, you know, the information that has been given to both Catherine and Vera and puts it in a in a concrete way that those of us that read the book can actually interpret it. Thank you, Vera. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you. Well, I want to, uh, Vera's going to give away a copy of the book. We'd love to do that. We have a way that we do that on the show. Uh, Very simple. It is the first caller that calls our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, First caller to call in, we'd love to give you a copy of the book. The other thing that I would love for you guys to know is that you can call in any time and get a question on here um, uh, about uh, about the teachings of Christ or some of the other masters. Because, you know, this is information, Vera, that you live with. So in order to receive a copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819, we'll take the first caller. Uh, Vera, thank you for for joining me here today. I'm sure that uh, writing this book has not been without controversy, has it? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> no, it's not, because yeah. it's almost blasphemous to people to think that, first of all, we're, you know, they have to be- even believe in channeling, which is, we explain scientifically in the book how it happens, and they don't understand that even the Bibles, the original Bibles, were channeled pieces, and this is how information has always come across. And there, there are so many things in here that go against what a lot of people believe, and Jesus said that the majority are still accustomed to single him, singling him out as the only Son of God, and he said, unfortunately, that's the real cross that's placed upon the Christians. And he said, each one of you, you know, you're a daughter and, 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 and of God, and you're a son of God. He said, we're all cut from the same cloth, but people don't want to do that. They, they put him above him instead of beside him. He said, the Christ walks beside you, not above you. And he said, unfortunately, many of the messages are not even available. And he also said that the language then was was different. He said the dialect we spoke conveyed, in some cases, different messages from current meanings, you know. And um, he said, in that, he said today, he said, well, in those days also, the term for him would have been prophet oh. or master. Uh-huh. So, but they, even things like in, in the Bible, I mean, there's a whole thing, like, when I was talking about being, as a child, I had so many questions, and I was dismissed because I was a little kid, and I wasn't being taken seriously when I was going to Catholic schools and things and asking, how could there be a missing years? I mean, if you knew a guy that was going around bringing people back from the dead and all the miracles he was doing, and all of a sudden you lost contact with him, Mm -hmm. no, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. And later on it was proven, and your audience can go on the Internet and on sites they trust. Mm-hmm. Ah, I think we might have lost Such your. Day when oh, he yeah, was I thought in we, India lo- thought we and, lost uh, you right China there. And studying with the different um, yogis of the day. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, that in, in these are things that come to mind when you asked about the Bible. And he said, 
people calling him a savior. He said, being a savior doesn't mean he takes the responsibility for your sins or the negative karma of the world. He said, that idea was born of ignorance and misunderstanding. He said, believing um, that you're going to be relieved of your personal responsibilities, that all you have to do is say, I accept Jesus as my savior. You know, he said, that's very immature and not what he taught. And it, this isn't putting people down either. People are, you know, taught these things from childhood, and they have an inner acceptance of things just because it was said instead of questioning. I always say, stop being sheeple, mm. you know, being the combination of the word people and sheep. Think for yourself. He said, accepting me is not enough. You need to take care of yourself. You, you get into heaven through your own intentions and actions and merits toward others. You know, one of the things that has always and, um, been uh, uh, just... Anyway, he said, to tell you the truth, uh, the majority of religions aren't even born of the higher heavens. Uh, Vera, you know, he said that a lot of the, a lot of them were created by fallen angels and others who experienced the fall of humankind, which was during the time of Adam and Eve. Oh, oh, oh I get excited <laughs> because I, I always hear things like when you think about the apple. You know, everyone thinks that there was really an apple in the garden. He said, no, that was a covenant. He said, it, it just signified change. He goes, that was a co- wasn't a covenant with a serpent. And he said, the serpent was a divine monad, you know. And you know your kundalini? A lot of people understand the kundalini today, you know, yeah. that snake-like energy that comes up from the spine. Right. These are things that have been misinterpreted or taken out of context. Uh, Vera, you know, I the ask, Vera, I want to ask you a question. Be, uh, because this is, I think, you Pat? know. Can you Do hear me? Hear connection? Oh, yeah. no. Are we there, Vera? Can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, no. Let's take a no. short break. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a short break when we come back. We'll reconnect with Vera because actually when I was talking with her, the phone started to like pop and sparkle and snap, crackle, pop. And that's what happens when you get people like Vera on the show, folks. Let's take, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. When it comes to understanding the benefits of ionized water, Dr. Peggy Parker is the ultimate resource. But when it comes to providing the best selection of high-quality water ionizers and the accessories to make it look beautiful in your kitchen, call on YNR Marketing. With our help, you can make this antioxidant-packed water in your own kitchen for only pennies a glass. In fact, if you call us today, you can even try the water free. So don't delay. Call us at 877-25-WATER. We also offer a wide range of pre-filters to help deal with chlorine chloramines, fluoride, lead, and pesticides to ensure you're drinking the highest quality water available. We even solve hard water issues. If you have questions, we have the answers. So call us today at 877-25-WATER. That's 877-25-WATER. Or visit us on the web at trythewaterfree.com. Again, that's trythewaterfree.com. Tune in to Guyalog Radio with Dr. Jeff on TransformationTalkRadio.com as the stories of the universe are revealed in this engaging and creative hit show. Mondays at 1 Pacific Time, 4 Eastern, Dr. Jeff fills the airwaves with Guyalog Radio, an epic conversation on self, society, and sustainability. Provocative, educational, transformative, and mythic, Guyalog Radio is the place where story seeds the imagination, heals the heart, and inspires personal, social, and planetary evolution. 
Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Experience every day fully energized and vitalized, infused with the essence of gratitude. Our decorative electrostatic labels do just that. They are compact and easy to carry everywhere you go. Peel off the back, place it on any glass surface such as your drinking glasses, your home and office windows, or even your car windows. Visit our shop at ExplorationGratitude.com and when you pick four kits of electrostatic essence of gratitude labels, you'll receive one kit free. Yes, Jesus, love me for the Bible. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, yeah, we had one of those rare moments where uh, got a little bit of electric charge going on here during the show. Well, I guess that's what happens if you're going to talk about Jesus, right? It was Betty? all good, and nothing that's was lost. It. That's even better. Nothing was lost, and it is all good. And we actually did give a book away, so yay! Uh, the Measure of Christ's Love with author Vera Lauren joining us here today. I want to make sure that um, you folks know how to find out more about this book and about uh, Vera, go to the measure of Christ's love.com, uh, or you could go to Christmatrix.com. Uh, Vera, thank you so much for joining me here today. I know you do a lot of radio. I know you talk about this a lot. You know, there are thank so you. many, there's so many things that, uh, you know, we can talk about in the depth and the breadth of things. And, um, and I think that, you know, folks, as I have my life, you know, we try to find meaning, try to find the meaning in things. Um, and what's become difficult, I think, especially if we're going to talk about, you know, Jesus, the master Jesus, the teacher today is that the, the idea of believing in a benevolent God, right. And yet at the same time, believing that bad things happen to us to teach us lessons, they don't seem to connect the dots for a lot of people. And they shouldn't. Yeah. So those, this is really an opportunity to chat about this. I mean, is it a benevolent God or do we have bad things happen to us so that we can learn? Or You know what I'm trying to say? Yes, I do. And it's a great question. I love it. And thank you for bringing it up. First of all, to start off, Earth doesn't have a language. Our, that, our, our language lacks words to express the enormity of of the Holy Spirit, of, mm-hmm. of, of God, we can't even wrap our brain around it. That's why when people always say to me to define God, I laugh, because I say, I, I, can't, I can't do that. To me, it's, it's just love. And I have learned from, I've been privileged and honored enough to be taken to the many um, spiritual planes, and the higher up you go, you'll find there is no gender. And that's why reverently in the book we refer to God as it's, but right to, directly to your question is, yes, there's a benevolent God. There's a loving God is doesn't even exist. Um, that's an angry, angry God, and that's something that we have tried to. You know what? I didn't do the mm-hmm. 
star seventy on the phone. I'm so sorry. There's a call coming in. Okay, can you hear me? Okay, though, Vera. I can hear you fine. I'm Go sorry ahead. for the interruption, but um, but so so with with God, when something happens, people always say, "How could God make this happen? You know, how could this child get this disease, or how could we have such a you know like nine eleven happen?" It's not God who is doing this. That's why where people get mixed up. It's such a great question because what happens is. I wrote this article, and it's on my blog, where I talk about the boomerang effect, because that's what it is. It's karma, and it's when you, whatever you put out, you are going to bring back. It has nothing to do with God. This is the universal law of attraction. It's, we're, we're magnets, and whatever you do, you are responsible for. It sounds so cliched, but every thought, every word, every deed, every action, you you are responsible for. Do you know that when somebody lies, even a lie, that it trickles down? And when you do anything, with, if you get angry with someone and you, you are vitriolic toward them or you get apoplectic toward whatever situation, this affects the world. And just say there's someone out there who is considering murdering somebody. I'm going to go really right to it. They can pick up and attach to the energy that you are putting out. So the opposite is also true. When you do good acts and conscious things and have wonderful intentions, you can block negative things from happening. I know this may sound a little bizarre, Mm -hmm. but it really is science. Whatever you're putting out, we are all responsible. Every time a switch is flipped and someone is executed, we all flip the switch. Mm. Everything we do, everything we do affects everyone else. It's like when you throw a pebble in the middle of the pond and all the ripples come to the shore eventually, or the butterfly effect. You've heard of butter, the butter, when a butterfly flaps its wings. Every single one of us is affected by that eventually. So it's not God who says, oh, I'm going to go down there and punishing them. God wants you to succeed more than we want us to succeed. And we get a lot of grace. You know, when I was doing this work, I had an exit point that I could have chosen to take. And I, I, it's a longer story, and I won't get into the whole thing now. But the bottom line is, I was told that I would ascend and I could take this exit, but I was asked to stay to uh-huh. complete this work because yeah. we didn't know at the time Catherine was going to die. And I said, I don't want to mess up my ascension. <laughs> I said, if I stay here, I might mess it up. And Jesus said, no, you won't. I go, yeah, I can think of a few ways. And that's when I learned that we get such grace for so many things that we do. So, no, there is... So when you say, that, how do you connect the, not, the dots, well, right. they shouldn't connect it to that, because right. just look inside yourself. And that really kind of leads to a couple of other things. I mean, the famous turn the other cheek. What's the interpretation of that? Because uh-huh. I know I know that one's been bouncing around. Uh, okay. I think we all, I mean, I, you know, maybe it's my Catholic background, but, you know, certainly we've heard... Uh, we, we've heard more statements come from the Bible about certain things uh, that we then get to make our own interpretation of. Well, exactly. And he didn't mean that you turned the other cheek. And, and I, we, we do touch on this in the book because that was one of my pet peeves, too. I had so many. <laughs> what he meant was not to hold on to destructive patterns. He never meant for you to take, be taken advantage of or for, for someone to stand there and to, you know, if someone hits you, you just turn the other cheek and let them hit the other side. Actually, he's actually against that. He, 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 first of all, he's very funny. 
He has a great sense of humor, but he's also passionate. And when you think about, when I always think about Easter and how he behaved during that, he was kind of a showman. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I, I can relate to him. And he said, no, he said, if someone strikes you on the cheek, he said, you don't go along with it. Never put yourself in a situation unless you choose to be ridiculed. He said, why would you do that? You know, he said, people are so easily offended by words and actions of others. He said, you must stand on your own. You must respect yourself. And certainly you can't have self-respect if you allow someone to slap you and then let them slap you again. You know, so he says, just don't let, just don't, don't hold on to the destructive pattern of that. Don't get caught up in the anger of that. I want to ask you a question, you know, in, and I'm not sure if it's covered in the book or not. Maybe you have another source, but a lot has been said recently about the gospel according to Thomas or the gospel yes. of Thomas. Oh, yes. Uh, but yet it is not, uh, how should I say, it is not accepted um, per, in, in the biblical teachings. And, you know, in, in the channeling that was done, uh, you know, was there any information about that? You know, I, I don't know if there's any future. I think we talked about this on your other show, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I wish I had thought to ask him um, before this talk. But I... I I will tell you something, what I know about the original, putting together the original Bible. Yeah. Um, when it was being put together, this is, this is really what happened. You can envision this even happening today, is that if, just say you were with Jesus during a certain event and you wanted to write about it, but you weren't, you know, you weren't a good writer and Benny was a better writer and he really wasn't actually there. A lot of the Gospels, according to the historians, this isn't my opinion, this is what they say. The religious historians, and many of them that were Catholic and different, you know, come from different religious backgrounds, have said that that was how the Bibles were put together. Now, the the Gospel according to Thomas supposedly is a, is an early Christian non-canonical saying about the Gospel. And um, as far as Jesus, you know, they say that he had written this. I'm not so sure. I mm-hmm. believe it. Not that it's not possible. It it just doesn't seem to be the way I know him, the way he would go about doing something. I think that because he was making such a statement, that why would he do it this way? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the answer in your question. Well, because, I, I think it's a mystery for a lot of people. Um, I'm going to I'm going to see if I could find that out for you. you know, so next I, time I talk, to I, you. I think it's a mystery for a lot of people in in. And becoming, you know, more of a mystery as as it, as people really get on the journey to search. You yeah, know, they get on a journey to search for for meaning in their lives. And you you know, we're ta- happen to be talking about you, you know Jesus, the Master Jesus today. But you know, there are other masters that people are questioning and wondering and trying to put things together. I think one of the greatest things that comes to the forefront about teachings, especially as captured, and and I'll just refer to this as the New Thought Community, because I don't really know another name for it. You right. know, I guess that's a name they gave themselves, right? Yeah, I, no, I, I, I thought. Well, uh, you know, but with Thomas, just to, can I just finish up about Thomas? That because it was so different. Yeah, it's different. And they thought that it was, you know, that it's just a collection of sayings without any accounts of his deeds. You know, so you know. It, it, People, it's very political. It's very political. Religions mm-hmm. are very political, and I think that's part of the reason. But 
the main thing I know is that what Jesus did was shift the awareness. He wanted to shift the awareness regarding the ability to take on the Christ mind, you know, just so others could follow in his footsteps. And not to the cross, because he's, he doesn't want people to do that, but a path to a loving God, not an angry God, you know? Well, part of this is really now stepping into what you call in the book the divine mind and the mind of God. And I would love to talk with you about this because— you know, one of the things you say in the book is the divine mind of God is everyone's inheritance. It is where God speaks individually to each. You know, he has created and he did not create you apart from, quote, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, or all the saints. All were, uh, all were created to drink from the fountain of light. And I want to talk with you about that because that seems to be, I think, one of the biggest separations When you think about it, because what the book is saying, you know, what has been said to you through the book or through Catherine has been this idea that the divine mind is in each and every one of us. Yet there are organized religions that, you know, point to the fact that, you know, there's there are people in a hierarchy that get to have the divine mind, so to speak. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm not I saying do. that's all religions, but I'm saying it, you know, it used to be more dominant than it is today. Now we're hearing more, you know, from many, many different religions. For example, Joel Osteen, uh, you know, one of the largest uh, yes. Christian churches, I, I guess, in the world at this point, non-denomination, talks about having that God potential in all of us. Uh, yet there are some people of that same uh, faith or of Christian faith that don't believe that. So I think it's kind of confusing for people. I mean, you know, what did what did the master mean by this? Well, also, when you mention about the God in us, first of all, when you make something, you're a part of it. You're, it's, it's part of the creation. So each of us has a God presence, an I am presence, and a higher self. And that's who who is guiding you and protecting you. And, and this, this is a, a very important teaching for people to understand. And it's, it's kind of difficult to get on and into just a, a radio show, but these are things that people should look for because this is a, this is a very important um, fact you've honed into because there is no intermediary. That's what happens with a lot of religions where they say there has to be an in-between person. You can't go directly to God, and that's not true. Every single one of us is a, is capable of this. You know, people take on karma by not carrying out um, their deeds or dwelling on intention or causing harm. And he said, this is a teaching is paramount because each one of these actions releases a negative current that disrupts a light stream into the earth, which we were talking about before. And he said, by striving to purify your heart and mind and trying to get into and understand the divine mind is what it means to have God's favor. Because there isn't someone who's chosen, like, oh, you're the chosen one. We decide if we want to be the chosen ones. You know, when entering the the divine mind of God, you, you learn to step aside. You learn to surrender to the process. And he said, and this is this isn't giving power away or, you know, um, it's just understanding that the concept has to be brought about, well, I should say the concept was brought about, by, brought about a lot of bloodshed and tears because people uh-huh. will kill for religions, they'll go mm-hmm. to war for religions, they'll murder in the name of Jesus, or mm-hmm. what would Jesus say about this, and what would Jesus say about that? He says, but once you're on a path of initiation, he said, you get a whole council, each one of us has a council of 12 around us, and he said that you have to stay in the... Um, 
Well, I think in the book there's an anecdote that Kathy says that Christ is saying you won't be forced off your religion, you know, or whatever you believe. Uh-huh. You'll just be expanded in the knowledge of what you already know, taken to the level of what you you have deemed as your your ability or what you believe in. I don't know if I'm answering the question or not. I got off on a tangent then. Well, you know, I think that what we're all really questioning is our existence. You know, why am I here? Uh, what is my purpose? And I, right. nobody says that better than Deepak Chopra, you know, in talking about life and the life journey. I think, you know, as you go down a spiritual path, I think each person gets to decide for themselves about what they believe. But it certainly has been a mystery uh, for many people in the interpretation of, of Jesus's word. And I think that is one of the greatest uh, conversations that's being had right now, whether it's the gospel of, according to Thomas, whether it's the, the Old Testament, the New Testament, you know, whatever it is. And uh, you're right. Our pop culture is kind of poking things out here. Um, it, it, late night TV uh, about some of the things. But, uh, you know, this is really a personal journey. You happen to be part of uh, of of something that happened, uh, you know, with Catherine, a channeling, a, a level of information, knowledge, and, you know, have been able to put in the book. When we come back from break, what I would like to talk with you about is some of the other distinctions that are made in the book. You know, what does it mean to have life without limitation as you talk to in the book? How is that uh, that message related to or not related to fear? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho, my very special guest, Vera Lauren, joining me here today. Saskia Roel, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. Some talk networks broadcast whatever they want to, whether the vibration is high or low. Others tune in to the highest vibration possible to help people live life full out. These networks don't come along very often. But when they do, they remind us that we can achieve everything that is possible to help ourselves, to help others, and to help the planet. Hello, everyone. I'm Sue London. I'm Karen Hager. I'm CJ Liu. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. These networks aren't concerned about sensationalizing bad news. They hear something on the radio, and then all of a sudden, their whole day is ruined. They aren't concerned about sensationalizing individuals' setbacks. Powerful, inspiring. They focus on an amazing, innovative broadcast network. You can learn a lot. That helps people rise up. That helps people become empowered. Empowered Living Radio is where you can find it. That helps people say yes to standing in 
the abundance and amazement that is their lives. The urge to grow. These networks remind us that everything is possible. Let us inspire you. That nothing is limited. Epic social change. That our lives are much more than anything our minds would hope us to believe. Overcome those challenges in your life. These networks help us rise and shine to the occasion of our lives. True empowerment. Transformation Talk Radio is one of these networks. Transformative radio show that will change your life. Won't you join us? Join us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, Vera Lauren joining me here today. The book is called The Measure of Christ's Love. Catherine Julian Dove and Vera Lauren um, put this together. And, you know, one of the things, Vera, and thank you again for joining me here today. Thank you. One of the things that is highlighted in the book or is, I I like to call them highlighted because, you know, that's, whenever I see a a little subchapter, it's like, oh, okay. Um, you know, let's talk about this. But there is an entire uh, chapter on limiting thoughts, create false prophets and fear. And, you know, you talk about separation from Christ consciousness. And I wanted to take a moment to really uh, talk about what the message is here, what the message is in this section, because I, I think each of us get to experience a spiritual energy or an energy of sort. Fear feels like something, right? Yes. Connection feels like something. And, you know, this this chapter is written from the context of we are at choice. So maybe you could talk to this a little bit. I love that you brought this up. And it's very funny that I have to tell you real fast that when I was meditating and praying for this, I printed out something that I was working on for another uh, 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 interview, and I went and I printed it, and the fear section printed out, and I have no idea how that happened. (laughs) I put it aside, and I went and I did some more work, and then during the day I had to print something else, and when I printed it again, um, it printed out the first section entirely different, and then it printed out this section on fear again. Hmm. So I say the paranormal is my normal. (laughs) So now to your question. Okay, first of all, fear comes from shame. We we carry fear, which is stored in many levels of our thoughts. And when we think about temptation, well, first of all, I want to touch on this, too, that over and over again throughout the book, Jesus talks about Satan and Lucifer are no longer in this universe. He said, when there is negativity or anything is put upon you, recognize that most of the negativity emanated is coming from unmanaged minds and hearts held in illusion. And I'm reading this right out of here. And attracting lower creations, not choosing to hold light. He talks about how you know, people have to stop, take responsibility. Again, this keeps coming up in this conversation today, that they have to take responsibility for their own actions. And he said temptation should not be be blamed on anyone outside of self. And fear will block so many things in your life. Just like love opens your heart, fear closes it. Even 
fear, fear, if you hold fear in your heart, it'll delay the opening of your crown center, which, by the way, doesn't open all at once, but that's part of what people are trying to do to, when they're on a path, you know, if they're a seeker and they're on a path of, of trying to ascend and, and to raise their consciousness. And um, the, one of the most important teachings Jesus said he gave to his disciples is to love one another. And he said, for this is the will of God. And if you put fear before anything, you're just going to have big blocks around you. He said that um, him being a divine being and holding the divine mind, which we all should seek, uh, it's just, he said, this is, he sees everyone equally under the umbrella. And he said he holds sympathy for those incarnating on earth because we are so fear-based. This is why this, this world, this third dimension world, originally was meant to be a garden world world and an important fact he said that people think everything happens for a reason not true he said it is not true he said in a third dimension world where there's so much suffering accidents do happen so by being in fear we can bring on so many levels of instabilities even within our chakras you know that that are the receiving for sounding light curtains and he said this yeah. is because not all of our chakras are open, and he said, and, and often they're so misaligned and hold denser energy. And he said, these create impure thoughts and desires and actions. And, you know, many of you don't allow, many of us don't allow spirit to guide us and offset these impurities. But again, if we weren't so much in fear, then this couldn't take hold. He said, fear didn't come from the mind of God. God mm. adores his creations. He says the missing component to understanding your lives is to maintaining all the balance and to turn your consciousness and emotions over to your creator because that's your mission. That is your purpose. You know, you know there, there is much has been said about this, but, you know, let's talk about this very specifically. Uh, you know, uh, what, what was it, Einstein, who said that, you know, you, you can't solve the problem at the level of the problem, right? Huh? You know, right. I, I mean, and what he was saying, he wasn't saying, right. oh, yeah, don't try to solve it. You know, he was saying that there is another energy, another force operating. You know, m- many times we hear, look at, uh, I was at a weekend event with John Holland and Doreen Virtue. Oh, wow. And, yeah. yeah. And, and those two are like, you know what? If you can't solve this problem, give it to the angel to solve. You know, give it to God to solve. Give it to whoever your higher power is to solve, whatever that language is, the goddess. Uh, Doreen uses that a lot. Uh, But that then brings up, and this is, boy, you know, uh, this is now going to get really juicy as we get to the end of the Mm -hmm. show. But that brings up the word word trust. I mean, this came up over the weekend and, you know, has been on on my mind for a bit. We absolutely have to really acknowledge the role that trust plays in our lives. I mean, trust slash faith, they're kind of synonymous, right? Yes. Because how else do we go about this if we don't have a belief in something greater than ourselves that actually has the potential to help us? Where do we go from there? Well, I love your mind. I like how where you where you go and and how your mind works. You're absolutely right because it's... For for me, not to have something. First of all, I never said, well, I need something because I need to get through this world. For yeah. me, I, I really believe when science, again, bringing it back to science, has proved that we have it in our DNA. It's naturally in our DNA to uh-huh. seek God. I almost feel like God put it in as a safety button <laughs> because we get too wrapped up in the materialism or the Maya mm-hmm. of this world, the illusion of this world that we might get thrown off. Mm-hmm. But when we do have this driving force, and you say to have faith and to have trust, well, for me... 
I went through what a lot of people go through. I don't think you can come across and come to a different level without questioning, because mm-hmm. I certainly still question certain things in my life, but questioning is what brought me here. Questioning and saying, well, I have faith that I will find something more, but I wanted, to, I wanted more answers. And with metaphysics, you can go again with the lake as deep or as, as shallow as you want to go. And to have faith or to, 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 to find a truth, to be able to rely on something, there's... I say, take it this way. Your soul is connected behind your navel, behind your, that's why we get what we call a gut feeling. And a lot of people find all, come to these different philosophies in very simplistic ways. It isn't always some huge vision that they have, and not right. many of us have these. And we, right. more of us could if we opened up our hearts and opened up our crown centers. But certainly I'm, I was oblivious. I didn't know the things that were in store for me. I didn't mm-hmm. set out to say, well, this is going to happen. But what, what I think happens in the beginning is that you begin to seek or you begin to get disgusted, and you're saying, well, that can't be the God. I, I mean, as a child... I'll tell you, one of the biggest things that got me on this path, and I will answer your question here, is that I was afraid to go to sleep at night because mm-hmm. I, I, too, was going. I don't want to be blasting Catholics, but I was in a you know very strict Catholic uh, schools, mm-hmm. and we were going to be going to confession, which drives me crazy that you teach children that they're sinners because nobody is with sin. Yeah. Well, we have about and, a minute left here. Okay, okay. So I want to make sure. We, I think Benny gave me the minute sign. Okay, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I want to just get to this because, you know, this is really the part where you get to leave your personal message. And that's what I want to ask you. What do you want to leave us with? After all is said and done, what's your personal message, Vera? And thank you so much for joining me here today again. Thank you again for this opportunity. What I want to tell people, first and foremost, is to go within, learn to meditate. If you don't know how to meditate, that's what your greatest tool can mm-hmm. be. Live in gratitude. Stop stop judging. Mm-hmm. And think about everything you do as a boomerang effect. Live in joy because you absolutely can. And I channeled this little prayer yesterday, if I can indulge and say it, because it wraps up what I want to say. And it, and it just says, Beloved God, Jesus is the example of our potential. And I said, we look to him as we prepare to become Christ and resurrect ourselves in the freedom of spirit by right living through our intentions, being conscious and seeing the face of God in the illuminating light of Christ in everyone. Can you imagine if every Mm. single time we talked to someone we saw that? And including ourselves when you look in the mirror and loving all of his creations, including animals. Thank you, Vera. And thank God for ever being. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. Reach out, touch space. Feeling bogged down by your daily grind? Not living up to your greatest potential? Then it's time to turn up the heat and get real with what truly matters, be it family, career, wellness, spirituality, or anything else that fuels your inner flame. Join Fire It Up with CJ as this respected life coach talks to a wide range of experts and everyday people for their inspiring and unconventional ideas to help you make the most from your life. Equal parts heartwarmer, cheerleader, and butt kicker, C.J. Liu draws on her extensive experience in business and life coaching, along with her intuition and playful humor, to address meaningful topics with truth and irreverence. It takes just one spark to ignite a fire. For dates and showtimes, visit www.fireitupwithcj.com or www.transformationtalkradio.com.
Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Did you know most coffee, not all, have hidden dangers lurking in it? A recent investigation into grocery store coffee revealed three dangers. First, modern coffee farming produces dangerously high acidity and caffeine. Second, mold content in grocery store coffee contains dangerous toxins. Yuck! Third, government agencies have found grocery store coffee containing 400 times the carcinogens allowed in drinking water. You will be relieved to know that Camano Island Coffee Roasters takes the worry out of your sip of coffee. Imagine how your coffee tastes without mold, carcinogens, or poison. Get your free coffee report, The Five Hidden Dangers Lurking in Your Coffee Cup. Visit NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com to get your free copy now. That's NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com. And check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters. Disease, one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. Health is not merely the absence of disease. It's when every part of the body works together effortlessly, relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge, and when overcharged or undercharged, disease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. We are able to determine the exact disease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 